Philosophy. Descartes. Debate. The Mepreport. 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 The awesomest discussion podcast in the history of the human species. Oh, yeah! Let me tell you of an interview with an old man emu. He's got a beak and feathers and things, but the poor old fella ain't got no wings. Aren't you jealous of the wedge-tailed eagle? I'm better to da 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 Well, the eagle's flying round and round to keep my two feet firmly on the ground. Now, I can't fly, but I'm telling you, I can run the pants of a kangaroo. But I don't He can't fly, but I'm telling you, he can run the pants of a kangaroo. Yes, lovely. All right, in that case, can't believe I'm saying this. Welcome <laughs> to Member Report number 156. Live from the Roosevelt Hotel in Hollywood, California. April 15, 2018. Uh, it is Greg, Russ, and Story. Uh, Story and I just wanted to come out with 177 of uh, Russ's closest friends for yeah. no reason. Exactly. We're not here for any reason other than that. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's good to have an impromptu gathering. Right. It doesn't need That's to be true. organized ahead of time. As we know? sit in yes. this ballroom, Russ, that we came to for no reason, um, looking at pictures of you and uh, your significant other, who has not at all had anything official happen with the two of you. Yeah. Um, what is your thoughts about this completely unspecial day? I don't know. I just feel very serendipitous that we would be in a ballroom <laughs> with pictures of me and my wife. Who would have hated? Your wife! <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Oh. So, Bro, congratulations, yeah, we got man. married last night. Yeah. yeah. Russ is yeah. married, guys. Yes. Like, so, so, this is the day after. How does, now that it's all done, I mean, I, how's your life changed? I don't know. There's something, there's a disconnect. In that, like, I'm a utilitarian for the most part. I'm, like, really great at repressing emotion at what would typically be considered a very emotional event in one's life. And so for me, all of this was just about, like, what work needs to be done to get the things that need to happen, to put the people in the right place, make sure everybody has a good time. And I've been in that mode for five months or something just because this (laughs) thing has gotten so big that it's like it didn't it wasn't until all the official the introduction and the dance and the bows and all that was done that I was just like oh this is a really great party with all these friends of mine (laughs) I should try to enjoy this Um, yeah it's like when I was younger I would have to remind myself to be in the moment because sometimes it's difficult to do a situation like that but yeah it was amazing from what I could tell from my weird perspective like it, it was really pretty amazing. sweet yeah your perspective on chairs being lifted above the yeah. dance floor yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, we did this awesome. this was for those who don't know this was at the uh, Jim Henson Studios uh, which was very exciting and um, so I'm curious about um, the, we were at the Jim Henson Studios we got to see big Kermits and stuff like that that was the thing that blew me away is that we're just Story and I are groomsmen in your wedding and we're sitting there in the hall like as you're as you're signing the official documents and everything and there's like a labyrinth poster and there's like right. all these stuff like they're storyboarding the next like Henson thing yes. the 30th anniversary Fraggle which, Rock which by the posters. way we've stolen now so right, exactly, we will yes. be releasing that yes, yes. but like that was I don't know that was cool like the the, the creative you know feeling the juice yeah. or whatever yeah. it was pretty awesome just visiting the venue it had such a wonderful energy like 
We knew the drawback was it was not particularly a wedding venue. It was just a place where you could have, and then you have to make everything happen. In everything there has to somehow. happen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but the the venue itself was like, oh, this is the former Charlie Chaplin studio. Right. Oh, this is where the Jim Henson, the, like the greatest humans in the world, right. like decided to create their art. Like it's such, a, and it everyone they hire, you know, is a wonderful person. There's clearly some vetting process of like, are you a cool Jim Henson esque person to work here? Right. A lot of them have had their weddings there, so immediately we walked in. We're like, yeah, this is this is the right place. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. And unfortunately, yeah. you and your wife are not very creative, so it was yeah. really hard for you yeah. to make the space yeah. into more kind of a wedding shoehorning venue. us. Yeah. You bluffed yeah. it well, though. I mean, like, <laughs> you, like, took out your spreadsheets, and you're like, okay, yeah. do I do a PowerPoint? They're like, what? Yeah. You're like, I mean, uh, creative stuff I instead. made some pivot tables on an Excel <laughs> yeah. spreadsheet about how to have fun. So. There you go. Nice. Oh, my God. Um, I also enjoyed the soundtrack. Um, you came in to, was it the Castamere? It was right? the Reigns of Castamere. My favorite part was that, A... Nobody knew that I'd specifically requested that my parents and I walk out to the Reigns of Castamere, and everyone was like, does he know what this song is about? <laughs> this is like... We were looking over our shoulders the rest people. of the night. Because yeah. we're like, seriously, yeah. we're just like, Kermit's like, going to come raw. Like, yeah, just like, Jesus. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my yeah, God. It was a good time. Don't mess with the Cooper. So every, everyone who has ever been a member of any kind is now married. This yeah, it. that's it. We all have rings, three looked, rings to roll them on. And, and I thought about it. Like yes. we, it's, it's, we've gone through, yeah, all marriages. We've gone yeah. through multiple births. Uh, two of my children, one of yours now with yep. Lulu. Mm-hmm. Um, still nothing on story side, but we will see what happens down the line. Har har. Um, you know, we've had all just like all these milestones, which is weird. Like that's I thought true. about this yesterday. I, I did a, uh, a little, little speech thing, and I was and I was preparing for it. And I'm like. This has been 13 years we've been doing this show in some fashion. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, that is ridiculous that those 13 years have been like among the most momentous in terms of impact and stuff that we like. It's true. We could have done nuts. it from age 50 to 63 and nothing would have happened. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Bipper where today we played exactly. Shuffleboard. Yeah, watch, again. watch the prices right again. <laughs> <laughs> I like that this is what happens after 50. Yeah. Like you watch yeah. Plus Shuffleboard. Yeah. I, did I ever tell you guys about the time I went to the down in Florida when I was 13? I stayed out with my grandma mother and we were in this um like basically a retirement community type of thing and they made you wear if you were under a certain age you had to wear a bracelet and you weren't allowed to literally do anything so you walk around and be like shuffleboard and they're like no you can't do this unless you're at least and the age limit was 45 wow. so you needed to wow. be this is troubling to me my current age you needed mm. to be my current age to be able to play shuffleboard so i just yeah. walked around like I have the mark of Cain. I cannot. <laughs> yes. look at, and I'm like, and it's this bright neon bracelet. Also, they were 45 minutes from Disney World. Guess who never got to drive to Disney World? Because my grandmother didn't have a car. Aww. So my entire experience was like, Florida is a retirement community where nothing happens and you're marked mm. by right. Cain. So like, you can't show up the club members no. with your youthful yeah, exactly, shuffleboard skills. Exactly. I don't, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I was just like, are you going to take the shuffleboard? Like, no, I have a weapon. Like, what are you? Right. I don't know. It was crazy. It's a weird reverse ageism that I've never yeah. heard of before. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. I just couldn't believe it. It that was something like, I liked about your wedding, Russ, is there were lots of kids. This was not any, like, no kids, garbage, mm-hmm. whatever else. There were kids everywhere. They made the dance floor. Yes. Yeah. Greg's daughter kids. was out on the dance floor. My daughter, my daughter was given a confetti yeah. cannon. Yeah. She was yeah. given a confetti cannon. Oh, nice. Fired it off nice. at just the yeah, right yeah. time. Nice. Yeah. It's beautiful. It exploded cool. right in our faces. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. My understanding was that leading up to this, she was concerned because there were a bunch of empty chairs with confetti cannons. So that she was kind of like, 
like, okay, everyone just so you know, there's a confetti cannon, so you need to be very careful about the timing. <laughs> like, yeah. it was very. Have you been through sure confetti cannon training? Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, exactly. Like, are you properly vetted to yeah. do the right confetti in the middle cannon? of the emotional vows? Bam! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Too early. Sorry. <laughs> Never mind. Don't be happy. Forget that. Yeah, Forget exactly. That. Yeah. yeah, I mean, a lot and a lot of we had this uh, little screening room set aside to show Muppet movies for kids and stuff but of course like many of the adults were just at, or oh, more interested oh, yeah. in like being a part of or that or watching the Raptors game for no reason right. like just yeah. Yeah. my <laughs> selfie in front of the Muppets Take Manhattan poster was like was like almost the highlight oh, almost yeah. the highlight it was yeah. like a number two I'm like yeah I'm happy for Russ but <laughs> Muppets Take Manhattan was, was screened here oh my god he actually did we got uh, Russ also gave us these um, there were two other things one of them was uh, he had this big like basically card unwrapping party where like the day before and I just want to point out these are like my friend's bachelor party so most bachelor parties you heard of involve a lot of drinking and debauchery Story's party involved the playing games which right. Russ and I were both yes. at it, which was yes. amazing and Russ's party which I couldn't make because I was teaching uh, my daughter had school consisted of opening like tons and tons of 1990s era baseball hockey basketball cards and he was nice enough to save like 750 packs no still like 50 packs for us so I was able to unwrap you know some of this stuff and I got a pocket watch which right. was the baddest ass gift of all time like it's tremendous like we you also, gotta we also well we also bet the uh, we bet with the cards beforehand because you we played, played hold and poker I know yeah poker. tell me all the other yeah, things yeah, that yeah, sucked yeah, exactly. that I didn't get to yeah, go yeah. see yeah, it was really fun because Greg missed it. No. Yeah. It was because Greg missed it that made it even more fun. It was yeah. one of the greatest things of all time. Yeah. I literally said like 14. I literally actually said, Russ can verify like 14 times, like, Greg would love this oh, if God. he were here. I can't believe Greg's not here for the 1989 baseball No one cards. left that room unchanged. Yeah, Greg shows up, hi, what exactly. did I miss? I know, yeah. Oh, nothing, God. Nothing. I know, I know. No, it's no, my no. sacrifice for my students who may be listening to this. I did this all for you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. um, but yeah, we got here, and I've actually and I've never been to LA ever so this experience was I got to see where the magic happens I got to see your house so I was in the room I got to see the Buddhist monk poster which is much bigger in real life than it seems on the uh, I got to see the mass collection which was impressive so yeah now I feel like I've experienced LA you were in like Long Beach once or Hermosa Beach I was in Long Beach yeah, yeah. somewhere that's down exactly there that's exactly right because I couldn't I, I, was, I was but that was it I was never in LA proper yeah. certainly never in Hollywood but you got good advice on where to eat from your uh, Lyft driver when you landed to LA <laughs> the about the distinctly LA places. The guy, literally, this is true. It's like, first of all, it's an hour to get 10 miles, but that's LA. Yeah. But I'm driving along, I'm driving, like, so what do you recommend for uh, places around here? He's like, well, um, you know, you want, definitely, you guys got Chick-fil-A? I'm like, Chick-fil-A? Your first recommendation out of the gate is Chick-fil-A. Yeah. And then he mentions Pink Hot Dogs, which I guess is kind of a local place. And then he's like, uh, the Cheesecake Factory is pretty yeah. solid. I'm like, alright, <laughs> let me rephrase. Are there local places? But then you said that pretty yeah. much I mean, they're, LA, they're all that is so, like, like, LA, though. It's like, LA is like commercialism on commercialism right. on commercialism. It's but like, it's, yeah. it's also the cradle of fast food civilization. Like, True. all of those franchises started. started in, yeah. the, so those are technically local? Right. Well, yeah. So there are a lot of uh, fanatics about that kind of stuff, about McDonald's started out here. and I don't know if Chick-fil-A did specifically, but there's a huge amount of competition for fast food, which has nothing to do with anything I'm interested in. Um, yeah, the, uh, this, by the way, in case you're wondering what the other sounds are, it's we're at a brunch, uh, Sunday brunch. Uh, everyone who survived is here. Those who did not, well, we wish them, yeah. may they have a good, good. passage <laughs> in the next life. Exactly. But the rest of us are here. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, so, it, but it is, it was funny to me to kind of see that. And like, Senevine and I, when we, <laughs> on Saturday, we walked down to uh, your house, which was a lot of walking, I'll admit. Probably not the best decision on my part with the fact that there was dancing involved, but anyway. And there, we can literally see it from here, this place called La La Land, right across the street. We walk across, and I'm like, all right, this is a place where we can get some sunscreen for you. And we walk in, and it's just like, boom, and like, there's just lights up and down, globes, and I'm like, this is just a gift shop. Like, in New York, yeah. a gift shop is run by some dude named uh, Bob who's like, you know, hello, welcome to my gift. Like, right. Here it's just, boom, like, everything is, and the sunscreen is like $20. Like, everything yeah, was yeah, way overpriced. Yeah. But that I expected, what I didn't expect was that we were going to be overloaded with the light, the sound, the, that's L.A., mm-hmm. like, I guess. I love thing. L.A. I yeah. don't get it. I still don't get it. Other than seeing yeah. Ross, which is great. No, Why no. would you like L.A.? So, I, what I like about L.A., I, I was trying, I've explained this to a couple people this, this week. It's just, like, I would hate living here. Don't get me wrong. If like, I were okay. ever expected yeah. to live I here, want to be I clear would about that. that. It, would, it would make me miserable. Apologies to anyone here who's from L.A. Um, but... <laughs> Because that's the thing, nobody's from LA. Like, you know, like, when I was a little, little kid, like, before elementary school, like, ages two to seven, I lived in the Central Valley. And so from that time, like, from a very early age, like, LA was always just vacation land. It was just a place that you would go, and, like, as soon as you get to LA, like, the palm trees, the sun, the whatever else, it just radiates, like, you are on vacation. You can relax. There is nothing to worry about. And years and years of visiting Russ, like, that's what we did. Like, we would, I would come down for a week at a time. We would, like, play poker. We would go and eat. We would play video games for all hours, like we would do nothing, and so it's just like every time I've ever come to LA for any reason, it's been like vacation time, like Disneyland, whatever it is. And so that's just that's just what it radiates to me. Like the most work I have ever done in Los Angeles is like being a groomsman or playing in a three-on-three basketball tournament with my friend who went to UCLA my senior year in college. Okay. Like that is like like there's just no work here that happens. Yeah. So like like if I lived here for a month, it would kill everything because then I would have to like work and like okay. whatever. But it's just like it's this magic bubble land that is just vacation. And so and everything about LA cultivates that attitude, right? Like everyone who lives here, they're trying to pretend like they're on vacation all the time they get fake tans <laughs> everyone wears they, sunglasses like, yeah exactly indoors. like sunglasses whatever yeah. so so it radi- like there's nothing to break that illusion for you of like you know like you go to New York and you think it's all about Broadway or whatever else and then like somebody punches you in the face because you're in slide in front of them and then like it breaks the illusion for you but nothing in LA breaks the vacation land illusion because no one even if they're working they can't look like they're working right yeah. like that's the LA so mentality. wait so wait, is there an so opposite? it's just like a fake it's yeah. a fake world okay and, I get that but I like it I have fun here. so I don't know whether New York right. has, is there an opposite corollary where you go there and be like this place Chicago. is work Chicago Chicago is so, work Chicago so Chicago I, Chicago I is just this. cursed for me like Chicago is a city that I'm I objectively should love. It has extremes in weather. It has lots of wind. It has all these climatological <laughs> things that I like. Lots of it has people. like lots of yeah, like lots of cool school, like all this stuff. And every time I've gone to Chicago from like a very early age, like something terrible has happened to me. Like the first time I went, I was seven years old. We were on a road trip across the country. My parents had a terrible fight. Like one of them like walked <coughs> off into the middle of Chicago for a while. Like it was just awesome. and ever since then, like I almost broke my finger in Chicago bowling. Like I always do these things that are really fun that I think would be great and. And then, like, something well, crazy happens. But maybe happens, this is your awful. problem, though. Maybe 
maybe yeah. you are trying to counteract a system that's not counteractable. Maybe you need to lean into it and be like, get there and be like, I'm here for a business. And you just sit that's here, true. you write like five novels, and then you come out of it and you'll be like, this is amazing. Like, you're trying to compensate. I should go to Chicago to be tortured. To be I should say, like, yes. I will be waterboarded And then it'll be more Chicago, enjoyable. And then it'll be like something, you know the I'll best win the lottery. Wa- right. yeah. <laughs> yeah, the exactly. best waterboarding I ever right. had was in exactly. Chicago. Yes, that is a So much idea. better than L.A. waterboarding. Yeah, yeah. no, those are, my, those are my polls. So, L.A. is just fake town, and I love it. Well, so you, I will also add this to your your notion of LA since you've never been to LA proper before. Sure. Hollywood and especially the Walk of Fame is not representative of the oh, whole sure. city. No, the, I'm the sure. The city is like a sprawling, massive collection of super different neighborhoods okay, that right. have very I'm different sure. characters. There's like Beverly Hills, which is its own thing. There's Culver City, where a bunch of young people live and amazing restaurants are. There's like Hipster, the hipster frontier of Silver Lake and Echo Park and Atwater Village. Uh, there's Venice, which used to be beach bums and is now like all this foreign investment in the new Silicon Valley is happening down there. Okay. They're all complete polar opposites of each other. Okay. So this is like the most touristy area yeah. that exists okay. and it's all about like extracting money and blasting you with sound and okay. <laughs> selling you hooker clothing. And like, <laughs> right. like that's what this neighborhood is designed for but okay. they're also you know we live in Museum Row which is all just like mm-hmm. it's just like craft museums and Yeah, your museums place, and your area is really yeah. nice. I like that. Yeah. Um, it was it was funny too because we were I just there felt to be something I, I guess L A does embrace whatever it happens to be at the time which is nice like we were walking down as we were on this walk on Saturday morning Senevian and I passed this like store that basically had these missiles like these rockets coming out of the windows and I'm like so I look at it and it looks like it's a bunch of like vintage clothing and boots and I was like it's as if somebody was like you know what we need here vintage. All right, how do we do that? Come up with the most confusing things ever. You, what about you? Rockets in a window, not good enough. You, how about weird boots on the outside? Good, what do we call it? Rag bag, bag. That's outstanding. Let's go with it. You know, it felt like someone went out of their way to be like, now make quirky go, like, right. as opposed to just happening organically. Mm-hmm. But there's, you know, I guess I can respect a, a, an area where someone's like, as you say, like, they're, they admit yeah. they're commercial and they're, like, not pretending Well, there's not a lot of marketing and... trial and error, I feel like. That's, <laughs> yes. And that's what that reminds me of, is because, like, everything, it's like, it's like a big litmus test area for all sorts of commercial stuff that, like, often stuff that catches on has started here, but, like, mm-hmm. there's often a lot of stuff that doesn't catch on that also right. tried to start here and then doesn't get out of the shell. So. Well, wait, I'm curious. So, yeah. so Russ, do you have, like, the place where you relax? In terms of, what, like a restaurant or a no, club? No, I mean, a pl- like, no, like, a, like what, an area. what your L.A what, is. What, yeah, what's your L.A.? Like, like what city yeah, you go like to Like, you go home and you just, like, breathe out and you're like, oh, so, it's vacation I mean, time. you guys know my neighborhood a little bit. Right. So that's, I mean, I've designed, after all these years, I've designed my life such that I don't really have to drive in Los Angeles, which right. is a kind of a rare thing because I live in a walking neighborhood where everything is in walking vicinity and Pokemon Go is a multiplier for that lifestyle. <laughs> yes. So I, yes. I walk like two to three miles a day and in the course this of that this is basically like, like playing a first person shooter as a pacifist yeah. like not driving in LA is so counter to everything <laughs> exactly. that the city is designed yeah. for and I mean it's, it's not like, like person hard yeah. mode yeah. yeah I have yeah. to have a car in case yeah. I have to do anything sure. that's not in my comfort zone but okay. yeah I mean I have like four amazing high end health food supermarkets like within walking distance and I have a museum and two different huge parks that so, I can walk through in walking so distance so this is your own LA basically yeah. you don't have mine is Mir- Miracle Mile not but that's just a neighborhood. Is there a city that you go to that you're like, this city is the place I go to to rest? I don't think so. I mean, Vegas was theoretically about that, yeah. and then they it's become less poker friendly, I feel like, over time, and more just like 
craziness. And then I also, it, the funny thing, the way that you describe L.A., I have yeah. one of my close friends grew up in Vegas where everyone, it's their oh, okay. vacation fun place. Right. And he's like, don't ever go. It's horrible. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Horrible. Right, because he was a real person Because he there. lived there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Right. I'm never a real person <laughs> so it's great. <laughs> Just a cipher. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, what about the opposite? What about, like, the work city? Yeah. Like, this is where I go and I'm like, oh, work time. Let's go. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I mean, it's funny because I grew up in New York, and I come from a lot of like hard-nosed people who couldn't imagine leaving New York, and they just they, they feel like not just that it's the center of the universe, but that it's frivolous to live in a place where you don't have to suffer a little bit just via the climate. <laughs> it's amazing that you Produce dragged all those people fans. out here for this too. Yeah, by the is, way, yeah. that is not, impressive. Yeah, that is not a all feat. Some people yeah. did not make it We're like, because no, they we don't get on airplanes, right. and that was the end. <laughs> that was just it. Yeah, right. Um, but we got a bunch of them. We got a bunch yeah. of them. Um, yeah, so I think that people don't understand life when there's not some ele- element of built-in hardship, um, which of course there is. It's just not. It might be below the surface. It's right, not right, part right, of the weather. Right. right. But, um, yeah, people can't admit to their hardship here. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like exactly. they could be suffering a lot, but they're like still nope, flashing the teeth and sunglasses. Yeah. Yeah. But especially in college, like right. you would always say to me, like you're yeah. you're a West Coast kind of guy for oh, yeah. for somebody who grew up in New York. Because I was just trying, I was That's always true. trying to cultivate as an A type. I was always trying to cultivate Zen and be more laid back about right. things I was worried about. So it's you're trying like to embrace being like an LA situation. Yeah. Well, this yeah. also leads to the baseball situation too, because like the teams that we root for, I think are partially developed based upon fan bases of suffering like there's a reason that the Red Sox fans are this rabid and it's partially because the winners suck okay in New England like they're cold and there's nothing to do so hot stove exists because hot stove like we yeah. need something to warm us up in the win- so I think that kind of bleeds into the people and makes it a good fan base whereas I, I'm sorry nothing against our friends Andy and Sarah here but the San Diego Padres do not exist as a fan base because why would they care they're like they lost let's go to the beach there's yeah. no you getting know. on a boat and Story yeah. was a Seattle guy and Seattle which I've been to many times Seattle doesn't have, I mean, Seattle is overcast 200 days of the year, and it's like, right? I mean, Seattle has a legitimate fan base, like people that really give a damn. But I don't, I don't know that people care about, that they care about, I mean, you would know. Do they no, care about the No, I think that there's, there's a, an inverse relationship between, like, how miserable your life is and how yeah. fanatical you are about your hobbies or sports teams or things like that. Like, it makes sense. That's one of the reasons that they exist is that they're... There's something that you affiliate yourself with to live vicariously yeah. through. Or the I mean, like, does anyone care? Well, whenever about the we've Angels? been to Angels games, Russ and I have actually been to a lot of Angels games Do together because because um, he knows I'm a Mariners fan, and we've tried to to figure that out. And the thing that he's always observed about Angels games, which is totally accurate, is that it's all about the clothing, right? Like everyone has the newest, <laughs> latest. Like you look out, and it is a uniform sea of red, and you're like, wow, people really care about this. But it's like, no, it's just image based. It's just it's yeah. like it's just the opportunity yeah. to be in Nouveau. Angels outfittery, yeah. and we made that yeah. judgment based on the quality of the heckling, which was oh, right, not right, as good. Well, right. I, mean, <laughs> I do remember that. To be yeah. fair, you your level of heckling. Yeah, <laughs> I think we've talked about this on a map report when you almost got me thrown oh, out yeah. of the Angels game yeah. by heckling the Angels on my behalf, and everyone would turn around, <laughs> and I was head to toe in Mariners gear, who they were playing, right. and Russ like was like had a Yankees hat on, and everyone's like, "Well, we know who's heckling," and I'm like, "It wasn't me, it was this guy," and they like almost called security. Oh, Oh um, yeah, I do remember great. that. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. yeah, it's it's interesting to sort of be out in an environment where everything is just, you know, you could see what like the Beach Boys do not would not come from Baltimore, you know, like they wouldn't be from Detroit. Like the Beach Boys <laughs> came from here because of course they did, you know. So I mean, it kind of fits that description. All right, well, so as we, because I know you know we have many other things we have to get done, but now that now that you've had a chance, uh, I think that. 
we have almost gotten through every milestone that exists to get through. Almost. Not quite, but close. No one's died yet. Um, yeah. Right. Well, that'll... Yes. That's another milestone that I hadn't thought about, actually. Milestones are sort of implying you're continuing, yeah. right? Like, we'll congratulate not, each other when that time comes. That's the only one yeah. where there's an actual stone, though. Yeah. So. <laughs> Jesus. Charming. Um, but, uh, no, I mean, it's... You know, I, I agree. It's certainly the last thing. Um, but, I mean, you know... Going forward, do you think this will remove your comic edge? I mean, do you think now that you've, you've, you know, marital bliss, you've already had the bliss, but now it's all inculcated bliss, plus you don't have any, like, thing you have to worry about, looking forward to. Yeah, nothing's already funny got about marriage. Lulu's amazing. Yeah. You're all good. Like, everything is good. So now I wonder if you have enough material to work with. Like, you just, you're just, you yeah, know. I think there's enough intrinsic suffering and hardship in any aspect of a happy life to draw upon <laughs> okay. for comedic purposes. Like, I mean... You guys know that I've struggled with ever using the word happy because I just think that its meaning is very vague and is hard to apply and hard to sustain beyond enjoying a particular moment or two. Um, and I'm always into contentedness is my thing. Like, that right. seems more tangible to me. That makes sense. Okay. That, like, I'm satisfied and contented without trying to be happy because mm-hmm. I think that's kind of chasing a, a dragon of some kind that I don't okay. really fully understand. Um but yeah, you know, we live in an imperfect world, so comedy will always, <laughs> always be there. <laughs> so but, so you, but, you've rent, yeah. but you've entered a contented state. I don't know. I'm just tired right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm overjoyed that I got to spend time with all these people. And as we right. mentioned the other night, like, if only it took less than this kind of massive undertaking to get everybody in one know. place. I know. I know. Which is harder and harder as people get older. We all should older. have been born on a planet that's five miles wide. I swear yeah, to God. Really yeah. Maybe Elon Musk really, will have this super yeah. cars that hyperloop us to places right. in 20 minutes. Someday. We were joking about the fact that uh, that Brandeis uh, had, like, you know, especially in the fall, it's like six million Jewish holidays. But in a way, maybe the problem is we just don't have enough holidays that are considered to be something widely important that everyone needs to come to. Like, you know, that's why milestones, we just need to make mm. more milestones. There it's the you problem. Go. Because it's like, otherwise, we're like, well, we're out of luck until graduation of somebody yeah. happens like can we just like every year we have year celebration day and like not to make that is taboo and like people are like why didn't you go to year celebration hey, day I'm maybe? having my 42 right. Z's you right. guys yeah right. like right. we gotta right. go and, party. you know and exactly. have everyone socially yeah. accepted like well obviously you don't miss the 42 Z's party like, I mean obviously you <laughs> yeah. have to go to that like right maybe that's the problem but then it would have to be like the Olympics where you designate a city every time because <laughs> like, like oh. otherwise we'd each have our 42 Z's and then it's like oh well you have to pick one and then so you'd all have to like gather in the same place. We're so like, know, story, New yeah. Mexico bribed you yeah, to bring exactly. this is bullshit. I will not. This will not stand. You know what the next thing is, though? The next thing is 2020, isn't it? Right. I don't... J- just the year number being important? Is The Grand Canyon. Oh, thing. well, yeah. Yeah. Are you the coming to the Grand Canyon? Doing that? Yeah, I, I am. Remember. I'm what doing that. Yeah. I don't know Hiking if you're doing that. The Grand Canyon. We are doing Rim to Rim to Rim in the Grand Canyon in 2020. I mean, I and a bunch of my friends. Uh, you're welcome. To, you I've know. never heard of this before. You've never. Oh, right. Because this is. So this is the problem. This, this is keeps happening Facebook? to us. I live my entire <laughs> life on Facebook. And I I expect all of my friends to. And I have like two friends who don't spend much time on Facebook. Like literally two. I'm one they, of them. And Greg is one of them. And they miss everything. And Greg's like, what do you mean you finished your Uber book? And I'm like, I finished my Uber book years yeah, exactly. ago. You weren't interested in reading it because it was yeah. on Facebook. So I have to I have to start like making a special line to you that is like Facebook Prime or I'll tweet at you or something. You only so have a year and a half miss to get my in life. shape for this yeah. now. I, yeah, wait yeah. a minute. How, uh, that's a good point. It is sometime in 2020. We are going rim to rim to rim. It is only 50 miles overland, only four miles of elevation change. 
Yeah, but the four miles of elevation miles. changes in like two miles, though. In 50 miles. No, it's 50 miles wait, over land. Wait a is minute. It, is it four, four miles of elevation change, like down, then back up, then down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so it is, <laughs> you start at the south rim, you go down to the bottom, you go back up the north rim, and then the return journey. So it is, and that is four miles of total elevation change over 50 miles of overland. So it over is more gradual time? than you think. Uh, five days, maybe six. Five days. Five days. <laughs> Ten miles a day. What? 0.8 miles of elevation change I nearly a day. died doing the Sumerian I nearly died when 20 I was, miles once. I nearly died doing I this walk for a week. when I was 20 in my, the best I shape was of my 20 life. and I couldn't yes. walk for a week. Yes, yes, yes. Oh my it's God. The point is to challenge yourself. I mean, Can we many take a burrow? Can I get a burrow? Many, no. I like burrows. Many people have burrows known about this for, for longer. Can, but I yes. a, can I get a horse? But, um... I mean, can I get a you can strong, do whatever you can want. I get a Sherpa? You can get a gold plate and roll strong Sherpa. You, you should just go in a rocket pack. <laughs> just right. like stop it. <laughs> I mean, Alex is Where's going. Where's He's coming now. <laughs> Alex is going to go for one mile and then go stay at the lodge and wait for us. So, <laughs> that like, like a so some people can do oh, that. Oh God! Yeah. I'll walk yeah. down with that. I'll bring Cinnamon yeah. with me so I can pretend that she's doing it. There you I'm go. Like, Daddy, I'm so. Oh, she's so tired, guys. What? I'm having a great time. She's going quiet. Come with me. Like, oh what? Yeah, Cenny's in. I just hit my. Cenny committed on Facebook already. What? <laughs> well, I just hit my 1,000 kilometer walking badge for Pokemon Go, so I'm, oh I'm in shape. This and is ready the real reason, it. by the way, people. Yeah. He wants to do this Great Canyon thing because there's some rare Pokemon, oh like Scorpionus yep. or something, right, right. at the bottom that he's got to catch. That's the real. Do you real... know how much Pokemon hatching you can do on that hike? Oh yeah. my god. Can you imagine Russell just be like several times yeah. off the path? Okay, guys, gonna see you. Yeah. Like as he's also, going to get I'll have thirty pounds of extra battery pack weight right. on me. Right. <laughs> exactly. I know, That's right? true. That's true. Oh my God, solar power battery. battery number You'll nine. get back to the back and it'll be like, no eggs hatched. You were out of range the whole time. <laughs> be like, no. it, your, your data was not saved. <laughs> All right, guys, well, we're gonna okay. we're gonna bail out of this because we have to get going here. Uh, this was great. That is Lulu. You can hear in the background. Oh, there he is. Yes, it's very sad. Very sad. All right, so we're going to wrap up. Thank you guys uh, for being with us. He's finishing up with a family member. This is why we needed to wrap up right now. Uh, we want to thank everybody. Listen to us. Yeah, follow us. Not on Facebook, but definitely. Follow us on Facebook. You can follow us on Facebook. Delete everything you have that's not Facebook. <laughs> Metreport.com. Uh, we will see you folks uh, in a couple weeks. Uh, Russ is heading off to his honeymoon, but we will be back to you guys in a few weeks with bells on. Story is going to be doing a presentation tomorrow, so we'll be hanging out uh, online anyway, virtually. But thank you guys so much for checking us out, and I'll see you next time. Uh, until next time. Uh, I love LA. He was chasing a female he knew, but I didn't that da As he shot past, I heard him say, She can't fly, but I'm telling you, she could run the pits of a kangaroo, but I don't She can't fly, but I'm telling you, she could run the pits of a kangaroo. Well, there is a moral to this ditty, um, but I didn't da da da. Thrush can sing, but he ain't pretty, um, but I didn't da da da. Duck can swim, but he can't sing, nor can the eagle on the wing. Emu can't fly, but I'm telling you, he can run the pits of a kangaroo. Well, the cooker bar laughed and he said, It's true, um, but I didn't da da da. 